0: And we're live.
1: (laughs) Welcome to A Vague Knowledge of Everything. I am Rosie.
0: And I'm Hope. And we're talking about one of my favorite subjects today. It's the IUD episode.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did a bunch of pregnancy stuff. And now we got to talk about some uh, birth (laughs) control. (laughs) Just to balance it out.
0: (laughs) Yes, there is so much. So we're talking about this because anybody who sailed with me in 2015 heard my IUD story. And today we have the sequel to the IUD story, <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't told Rosie this story yet. And I was like, I'm not going to tell you because I want to tell you on the pod. I think it's important for everybody to know about this <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> so it's good stuff to talk
1: about. I think that a lot of uh, a lot of people don't feel comfortable talking about birth control and stuff like that in general and it's a good thing to Mm -hmm. normalize
0: so our gamer audience just so we're all aware iud is different from ied which (laughs) uh i guess is a bomb that is in call of duty or something because whenever it will end in real life and in real life uh but it's incendiary
1: uh, explosive device i i believe
0: typically boys will respond when i tell them i have an iud they're like you have a bomb inside you (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) So in that conversation, I learned what an IED is and they learned what an IUD is, which is an inner uterine device. So an IUD is a form of birth control um, where it is placed into your uterus and it just like, it like, it gives off the birth control. It's, it can be hormonal or non-hormonal. And it's like, is it like, it's like
1: T-shaped, it's t-shaped. when it's in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And what it does, I know the Moreno, which is the one I have, it like plugs up your cervix so that nothing can get into it. And the first doctor I had was like, this is more effective than tying your tubes. And I'm like, okay, are you being sarcastic? Because I have a hard time differentiating that. And that seems,
1: (laughs) that seems, mm, it seems like one of those is like a for real last, like we're (laughs) done type scenario.
0: So, um, A lot of times, so the brochure I got from my morena said birth control for busy moms. (laughs) I guess back then, um, IUDs were you, they would put it in after you had a baby because it doesn't affect, once you take it out, like it's it's not working anymore. Like your body goes back to being able to make a baby. So a lot of moms will use it between babies so that they can get it put in and then taken out real quick. And it's not like, because it used to be something
1: that was like, like, it used to be that they would say it was for people who didn't want to have kids anymore. But I think that's like that, that, that school of thought changed when they realized like, oh, it doesn't actually affect your ability to have kids or anything like that.
0: Right. I think they're also changing like labels for birth control based on like kids and more of like what everybody's body is doing, Mm -hmm. because I have learned so much about IUDs in the, you know, seven years that I've had one. So let, let's take this back and go down memory lane.
1: It, <laughs>
0: so, okay. I'm also going to put out a disclosure. I'm going to be extremely TMI in this episode. Not that I'm not usually TMI in every episode and in, in my life in general. But if you're like an adult in my life, if you're a grown up, if you're somebody who doesn't want to hear about me doing adult things, don't listen to this episode like i'm just don't listen to it i'm gonna be talking about it sorry so this is your uh turn it off it's
1: hard to talk about this kind of birth control particularly without (laughs) getting into some nitty-gritty i think
0: we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty so my feelings won't be hurt you can turn it off but if you listen to it listen to it at your own uh at your own risk right is that the phrase whatever yeah yeah so for, I For
1: everyone's information as far as where I'm at, I'm 38 weeks pregnant because we're recording this a little ahead of time and I am currently on an exercise ball doing pelvic tilts. So we're, me, we're very much <laughs> in the like uterus zone, <laughs> thinking about we're, them, talking about them.
0: <laughs> we're, we're doing episode after episode because we're like, oh, it could happen any day now. <laughs> <laughs> so as of right now, it is Sunday the 23rd nothing yet but you know no who knows we're hoping yes back to the things in our uteruses uh so let's I got my period when I was 11 which is a little early to be getting your period yeah it was the summer before I started middle school so you're already like feeling weird in your body and you're like becoming very aware of like yourself and other people like that's about the age when you start noticing that like other people can see you you know what I mean yeah it was a weird time and when I got it I was camping with our friends and I like went to the bathroom when I saw it I was like oh my god and my friend was like what and I said nothing and I pulled my pants back up and I was like maybe it'll go away maybe it'll go away maybe I'm like dreaming this and it's not real. And so then I went, we got home cause we were driving home that day and uh, surprise it had gotten worse. <laughs> and so I told my mom, I was like, mom, what's happening? Am I dying? And she was like, Oh, you're a woman now. And I was like, I don't want to be a woman." but, uh, so from age 11 to like 16 or so, I had awful, awful periods where they would last for two weeks and it would be like extremely heavy. Like, you know, those pads you can buy that are basically diapers, the overnight ones. I would go through one of those in like two hours. Mm. Like once I started using tampons, I was going through one of those every like hour or half hour. Like it's a lot. Mm. So for people who uh, don't use tampons, um, one of those is supposed to be in for like four and that should mm-hmm. like sustain you and I could I had like the biggest possible ones you could get and it it didn't matter like it was all just awful so my aunt and that's that that's impressive actually I mean
1: like thinking about that because I, I don't know I don't know how many people have seen this but there was a there's a trend going around like online mm-hmm. recently where a woman would put uh uh, generally, a woman. Unlike. Oh my god <laughs> So many menstruates would put in uh, a tampon into like a water bottle in front of their partner, <laughs> and then just like like see their face as they watch it expand. Like, holy yeah. shit! I didn't know it could soak up that much.
0: He goes, "There's so... no way that goes in your body." And we're like, "Why would we lie to you about this?" Like,
1: yes, <laughs> yeah. They 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 might look like little small things, but they can
0: really really expand and soak up a lot. So that's that that's a lot of bleeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a lot. It was a lot. Yep um which was embarrassing also because it's like there wasn't all this like woke feminism shit going on where it's like you shouldn't be ashamed of your body like this is natural like it was very much like keep it hidden do you remember like trying to open the packaging in the bathroom and like you heard it crinkle like it was like oh my god like just I want to die right now (laughs) like this is the most embarrassing thing that's ever
1: happened to me also in junior high did did they have um like I know in mine it was like the sanitary like disposal bins would only be in like one or two stalls or something no
0: I feel like we had them in everyone
1: okay but I went to a pretty small school so like I don't know Well, so did I I just remember being like this should be in every stall and people should be fucking changing it more than is happening this
0: was also like I would go to a high school where people would turn on the water so people couldn't hear you pee like it was a very like judgy place to be it wasn't okay and I don't know if you know this about me. I'm extremely you just, regular. You can, sorry.
1: I like, you walk in and there's water going. No one's washing their hands. It's like, oh, I wonder what's happening.
0: <laughs> in this bathroom <laughs> where there's only one thing happening. Like, oh my God. Okay. So anyway, all of that to say, my aunt is a nurse who also has endometriosis, which is where like there's uterine tissue growing outside of your uterus. It's extremely painful it makes you have really heavy periods. Also my mood, I was just a mess. Like I was not okay. I was like always crying. And like, I was, I, I was upset a lot. I was like angry all the time, which was weird. So I'm starting to now vomit whenever it's my period. So like my aunt took us shopping and we walked into the Macy's perfume department and I went, Oh no, turned around and just puked like outside of the door where people were like coming into Macy's, like very, you know, it was Saturday. So there's a lot of people there during the holidays (laughs) and I'm just out there just like vomiting, but thankfully, you know, my aunt's a nurse. So she knew what to do, but she did go home and yell at my mom. and was like, this girl needs birth control. You need to get this. She's in, she's very uncomfortable. A lot of the time, like you need to get this figured out. The problem was, I dated the same guy from age 14 to 18. So this is around like 16. I'm turning 17 soon. Mm -hmm. And she, we have to go to the pediatrician's office because I'm under 18. That's where you go. And she's like, she's vomiting. Her periods are really bad. We want to talk about getting her on birth control. And my pediatrician did something really neat where she was like, she sent my mom out of the room and was talking to me and she's like, are you having sex? And I was like, absolutely not. Like you can ask my boyfriend, you can ask anybody at my school. So it's like the only thing that people have gossip on me about is that I'm dating the same person this whole time. And I'm not, we're not boning. Cause I don't want to, I'm like, no, I know you're not the person I'm going to do this with. So like, no. And my mom never believed me. She like, I, she was like filling out all this stuff afterwards. And I Faith was there for some reason. And I was like, you know, I was like, Mom, I really appreciate you doing this. And she looked up at me with tears in her eyes and was like, I just want you to be a good girl. And then, like, walked away. And I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know why you don't believe me. I, that's not happening. Like, that's not, how, oh. that's not happening. So I got on the pill, which was good. It made my periods a little bit better. It like messed with my emotions for a little bit, just like my body getting used to it. But I did go to the gynecologist. And she was like, this is still pretty heavy for a birth control period. And I'm like, I'm 17. I don't know what to do with that information. Like, what, what do you want? I don't know how to turn it off. Like, that's what this was supposed to do. And so that could have been my first inkling that like something wasn't right in terms Mm -hmm. of like, I'm not doing the normal things with my body. So I was on the pill from, so this is 2009. And then I wanted to get off the pill in 2015 so I was about six years of the pill which worked out really well you know I did start you know doing the thing it was intended for while I was on it so like but I always used yeah. double two modes of protection what what do we say on the boat three points of contact at all times <laughs> that's <laughs> what I felt like I was doing <laughs> so I did start uh engaging in the horizontal dance while this was happening but what happened was I started sailing and so I wasn't taking you're supposed to take the pill at the same time every single day but I wasn't awake at the same time every single day now and I'm extremely forgetful and it really messes with your system if you don't take the pill so I was like I would like an IUD so I was going to my mom's guy to call medicines
1: like that are really hard for me too where I like it's, if I don't like set a timer and make sure I have mm-hmm. it like near me, it's really hard to remember. So I well, I would always
0: that. I would take it either when I put my contacts in or when I took them out. And on the boat, they could be in for days and days on end. like it's hard <laughs> to gauge when days are when you're underway like that. So I'm also going to my mom's gynecologist, who's like the neighborhood one, and she would do this thing where she would finish the gynecological exam or whatever. And then she would just stick her pinky up my butthole like and i learned later that that's not normal like other people don't do yeah. that <laughs> and so faith and i will still bring that up be like why'd she put her pinky up our butt like and it wasn't like she was in there for a while She was going and then that would be it so like i don't think that's normal I, yeah either. i don't think that's
1: <laughs> ever happened to me during an exam it's
0: distressing <laughs> distressing as a 17 year old going for the first
1: time <laughs> this reminds me of knocked up like that's not your vagina that's your that's asshole, your asshole.
0: <laughs> that happens <about> four <laughs> times a day okay anyway we're gonna get to the iud story very soon so it's it's spring of 2015 i'm a senior i've just um i'm finishing up at allegheny you have to write a senior comprehensive project where everybody does like a thesis and it's one of the things that's like this is a good school because you write a thesis or whatever So I've written about 85 pages of nonfiction essays. It's like the biggest project I've ever done. So I'm like riding the high on finishing that. I'm really involved in the English department. And so there's this reading coming up where like I organize going to a bar or like a brewery, like an event space, and you get to read something from your creative writing work for like the creative writing or the English department things. This is the first time we did this because I was like, I wrote this thing and I would like other people to read it too, or like just to hear part of it. So I did that. But all that to say is I called, excuse me. I called my gynecologist with the butthole gynecologist. And I was like, I would like an IUD. (laughs) I was like, I would like an IUD please. And she was like, we're not going to give you one because you haven't had a kid yet. And I was like, That's incorrect. So, like, you don't get to tell me that. And thankfully, I was still under my dad's insurance. So I called my sister and I was like, How the fuck? What do I do? And she goes, Mm -hmm. I got one at the women's hospital in Pittsburgh. I'll give you the name of my doctor. Like, we can you can get one there. So I I never called that's that's butthole gynecologist problem. And I never called somewhere else. Butthole gynecologist (laughs) again. And I think my mom (laughs) still goes to her, and I'm like, why? anyway so I got set up to go to this thing so that's in Pittsburgh schools in Meadville and it happened to be on the same day as this reading okay so here we are we're at the IUD store (laughs) so I'm I'm like I'm gonna do this and then I wasn't allowed to drive home afterwards which should have been my first indication that like maybe this is more intense than I think it's gonna be but so we get there and I'm like 22 and I'm like I would like an IUD so they like set it up First off, there's another doctor in there to make sure no funny business happens, which automatically makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. But I, and also all I've had to eat this morning is an apple. (laughs) That's it. Probably
1: not a great call.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so there's at least two doctors in there and she, you know, you get set up and you get in the stirrups or the footholders or whatever, and you're like all spread Mm. out for the whole world to see for those people in that room. And which I'm used to at this point, because I've been seeing the gynecologist for five years. So I, she's like, okay, I need you to cough real hard three times. And in my head, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's only for boys. (laughs) And so I'm like, you know, overachiever. I'm like, I'm going to cough so hard. So I'm just like, like coughing as hard as I can three times. Because, you know, I'm going to get a grade on this later. And she Yeah, goes, absolutely. <laughs> and she goes, awesome, you just got three shots of dilators in your cervix. so I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm so, so you stressful. did get graded
1: and you went but you did very well apparently.
0: <laughs> I did. I did. And then so things start so the way that um, an IUD goes, at least for the marina, there's like a mechanism to put it in your cervix. It's like this long tube that they put in you and then they shoot it up into there and then that has to come out. Like a whole thing. So they put in that thing, a mechanism thing. And I'm like, I don't feel good. And then I pass out. <laughs> and what happens is whenever I wake up, I'm shaking. So I think I'm having a seizure. And I'm and I think they had the smelling salts to wake me up. Cause I remember just like jolting awake all of a sudden. And the thing was, so they stopped and they're very silent and they're like looking at me and they're very quiet. And they're like, Hey, you passed out. It's okay. It happens. Do you want to keep going? And I was like well, I'm not coming back to do this now that I know this is how it's going to go. So like, yeah, keep going. But I was so anxious and stressed out now that they had a nurse in there just to hold my hand and talk to me. Cause I was like, this is stressful. I don't like this. And they're like, you're going to feel some cramping like this, that, and the other thing. And then at some point somebody says your cervix has shut down, which I heard that and I was like, and I said as much. I went, Oh my God, am I infertile? <laughs> and they laughed at me and said, No. And I was like, Don't just see there without explaining. You, you just tell them. What does that even to you? mean? So if you, I'm clenching my hand up right now. Mm-hmm. And they said, We're trying to get in and nothing's happening. It's not letting us in anymore. Okay. My cervix was like, No entry. You cannot, nah. you shall not pass. Go away. <laughs> and so they were like, We can go get you more dilators to make this happen if you still want to do this today and I was like yeah absolutely like I want to get this I don't want to be on the pills like let's fucking do it <laughs> so I'm freaking out I'm not okay I'm like sweating I'm not having a good time and I'm just like babbling to this nurse next to me to try to get my mind off of it and they're just like doing their thing down there and they're like okay we're about to put the moraine in you're probably gonna pass out and I'm like okay so they do it and I'm like yep <laughs> passed out again and they woke me up and I was just like, did I poop? Like, I felt like my body wasn't in control. Like, did I poop on anybody? And they're like, no hope. And i was like, thank you. It probably would been to, fine like, if you had. I had to like <laughs> sit there and they made me have crackers and apple juice. And my dad's texting me because he's circling the hospital to come pick me up. And I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> And he said I came out like real slow and looked like I had gotten beaten up. And I was like, I don't feel good. Oh. But. I'm 22. So I take a nap and then I drive back to Meadville and host this reading at Voodoo later that night because that's just how that happens, I guess. So I was really crampy. And it's like, you have stuff coming out of you after that. And then also my hormones got way better. I felt like I got evened out a little bit. Like I felt Mm -hmm. more like myself, but I also cry a lot easier now, which is unfortunate because I'm not like, a big crier but like stupid little things will make me cry a lot more yeah like dogs you know like dumb commercials <laughs> you know so there's that so I'm on this um specific IUD from 2015 until so they're supposed to last for five years so it's 2020 now and I have insurance with our old job. And I'm like, I should get this replaced. I don't, uh, I don't know how long those can stay in there. So, um, and I was like, I know I'm not going to be here forever. So I should probably get this changed sooner than later. And so I was like, the doctor like tried to switch it out and I passed out (laughs) and she was like, okay, so what we can do is I can try to do this now with a Or also, they told me they don't use dilators anymore, and I was like, "What the fuck? I got all those shots in my cervix for nothing." And she was like, "Okay." Or we can schedule so you can be knocked out for the procedure, and I was like, "That I would like to sign up for that, please." That I don't want to. I don't want to be awake for this. <laughs> so that's what I did. So Griffith got to come with me, and I got the hospital gown, and they gave me like the the calf thing so that I don't get like a clot or anything in my calf, and they gave me the good stuff and I was like I figured out that because going to the doctor makes me so anxious that I'd be beco- I do my stand-up bits to medical professionals where I'm just like being funny because I'm like nothing's wrong see everything's fine and am making everybody laugh there's no problem here and the the, the hardest part about that just one just
1: middle childing all the way through it like I'm making everyone happy everything's fine
0: <laughs> the hardest part about this one was I got tiny ass veins apparently so they had to get out the pediatric needle and put it in oh. the back of my hand for my IV and the lady is just like smacking the back of my hand and I'm like "Fucking hurts because it's such like a, a like a pinpointed <laughs> pain on the back of your hand there's like nothing to protect you there and I was like ow that fucking hurts
1: that's weirdly that's one of the things that I'm like like weirdly like uh cocky about I guess is like I have good veins like I've always been like yeah. weird about that like there's no way you can fucking control it it's not like I did something <laughs> right but it was like, yeah, is I, over I here. Have two good veins in my left <laughs> yeah. arm
0: fucking Griffin's there and he's like I'm a business. you find my pretty and the nurse was like you're not helping
1: <laughs> what, what do you want an award <laughs> Sorry.
0: do you want your own IUD <laughs> <laughs> and so that one uh, went great and I woke up out of it and I was in a recovery chair and Griffin was there. And I was like, I know we don't know if we want kids, but this feels amazing. I'm probably going to want drugs. <laughs> so, so after I get any procedure done or if I have like a hard day that has to do with medical stuff, I come home and we put on Moana and that's how I deal with it. So we went home and we watched Moana. It was great. So now it is the holiday season 2021 and so whenever i got my first one my then boyfriend knew about it and then later he was like i could feel it i was like he goes i could feel it and i asked the doctor about it because you have to have a checkup to make sure it didn't perforate your uterus and she goes oh guys we will say that it's actually there it's up in your cervix like it's a full like you shouldn't be able to feel it (laughs) exactly so i had known about that and i was like no you fucking can't and also like you wouldn't be able to reach it anyway <laughs> so so then uh it's the holiday season and griffin says hey something greeted me at the door was <laughs> like what are you talking about so then i go spelunking and i'm like oh that's on her way out like she's migrating <laughs> that is not good so, uh i did not like that and i couldn't. i already had you
1: texted me about it and i was like that's not supposed to happen and you're like i know (laughs) and it
0: had so i could really feel it like it was i could feel like where the strings attached to because you have strings to make sure it's still there okay and i felt plastic Mm. so i was like "Mm, this is interesting we should uh, start using some other forms of protection now and then when we got back here and my mood has just been like nuts i've been so mean it felt like high school me resurfaced and she doesn't know griffin and she does not like him she doesn't (laughs) want anything to do with him she doesn't know him and but like i'm still here and i'm like who's this man we're literally married to him we like him and she's like "Mm -mm." (laughs) it's so confusing it was so confusing and he's already been like i think you have endometriosis because of all these other things going on and i'm like i wouldn't be surprised But so I set up an appointment for Planned Parenthood for that to see if they could help me at all with endometriosis and just check on the IUD. And then I went back later and I went to check where it was and I put one up to one knuckle in and it was there. And I was like, oh, Oh. she's out like she's out. She's here to party. So I started wearing my cup, my menstrual cup. Mm-hmm. To catch it in case, so i like, so I would have it.
1: Oh, so man. you can prove it, be like, I didn't make it up, it did come <laughs> out.
0: It's expensive. I didn't want to lose it. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> you get the trade in
0: value. But we are still, so now it's January and we are still in a panini and we're in the Omnicron panini. So uh, I was supposed to go in on Tuesday and they called me and they said, We're short staffed. Do you mind coming in on Thursday? And I was like, Okay, whatever. So instead, Griffin and I went and got tattoos. (laughs) That's what we did with our free time that day. So we go in on Thursday, and Griffin walks in with me, and they go, We're not allowing plus ones right now because of the pain. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay. So then, fill out all the information, and I go back, and this superstar nurse who I love. I love her so much. Also, the Planned Parenthood in the South is super hidden. Like, you can find it on Google Maps, but it's, like, not marked at all until you get to the door. Not surprised. And I was like, that makes sense. But there were no picketers outside, which was nice.
1: (laughs) Because they're trying to find it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we, she's like, how can I help you? Like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm pretty sure my ID is out. And she goes, oh, yeah, I remember talking to you on the phone. I'm like, yes. So it has not gotten better.
1: so uh, yeah, to go back up
0: she did not I, I couldn't hold it and so I'm telling her about it I'm like I think I might have endometriosis because an, a hormonal IUD is something that they use to treat endo because it kind of mm-hmm. like balances everything out and it makes your period a lot less so like I get this is gonna be TMI but I'll have a 10 day long and it's just like the brown stuff coming out because apparently whenever you have a bunch of clots and stuff coming out that's not normal no one told me. I thought because I'm not seeing anyone else's period. I didn't yeah. know. Like, there's no it, way for it, me to know any, that. If any brave
1: soul who doesn't have uh, a period is uh, listening to this, first of all, congratulations. <laughs> uh, but second right, of all, it is fairly normal for it not to be like like it's not all blood. It's your the lining of your uterus yeah. sheds when you don't get pregnant. Right. Um, each each cycle and so it is normal for some like brown stuff and like other you know like other Usually, stuff to come out but it's not normal for it to be that long and that
0: much yeah it it would be like bright red clots, yeah. in it this is gross but they look like like bright red boogers like that's what it looked like yeah no that's that's so, not that's not a normal thing i also knew something was probably out of place because in the during the whole holiday season i'm talking like thanksgiving to new year's I was just bleeding red every single day. Like it was new blood every single Ugh. day. And I was like, I'm still on my period. And Griffin's like, that's not normal. And I was like, I know, this is my body. So we get there and she's like, well, we can probably give you a new one today. Like, we'll see what's going on. And if you want a new one. And I was like, yes, well, I like my idea. I would like a new one, please. But I was telling her about all this stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm gonna need extra dilators. I'm going to pass out. I'm not a good patient for this kind of stuff. Like, I need to warn you right now. Well, you're a good
1: patient because you're
0: aware of what's going to happen and you're letting them know. And I was, and she was like, let me go talk to like the medical practitioner here who's going to do it and see what she says. And so she comes back, she goes, we're good to go. Like, we can do this today. Like, it'll be fine. And I was like, okay, great. Can I have ibuprofen, apple juice, and can Griffin come back in? (laughs) She was like, yes, to all three (laughs) So they had to go, I had to take a pregnancy test, not pregnant. Whoop, whoop. Woo-hoo! And they brought Griffin back back in and they gave me an apple juice and an ibuprofen. And I so they're like, Joe, und- every gynecologist is different, but they're like undressed from the waist down. Because at the place that I went in Pittsburgh was like, take everything off except your socks. And I think that's so it of keeps the stirrup clean or something. So it's not just like bare feet on this. Yeah. That makes sense. I know. And so I took everything except for my sports bra off. Cause I was like, I know I'm going to get sweaty. I know my back is going to get really sweaty. Cause I'm about to go through trauma. So it's fine. And Griffin walks in and you just have like the, you know, the, the thin sheet over you. And I'm just sitting there cross-legged and he goes, hey, your little book cracks out. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, it is. It's fine. <laughs> and so the lady comes in and she's like, Tell me about what's going on. I heard you like pass out, like what's happening? Are you trying to get pregnant? And I'm like, absolutely not. No, that's not what I want. I probably have endometriosis. So like, might not even be in the cards for me anyway. So she's like, okay. Um, And I was like, is there any reason why this like fell out? And she was like, your menstrual cup has suction in it. So whenever you pull it out, every time you're yanking on your IUD a little bit, like with the suction, Whoa. because they're seeing a lot more iud's coming out for people who use menstrual cups
1: that's that, science that, I, I yeah i had not even considered that doesn't wow, that make so
0: much sense though oh my huh.
1: god is there a way you can take it out that doesn't create that section
0: i mean probably but she was like i'm just gonna recommend trying something else like they make those period underwear now which i'm really interested mm-hmm. in trying because pads feel like diapers And tampons can also catch on the strings and pull it out. So I'm not trying to do any of that. Tampons can like like dry out your your vagina too. Also, I'm just like not trying to buy more paper and plastic things that are just gonna like whenever I can wash it out. I know some people think that's gross, but like it doesn't bother me. So
1: yeah, well, and it's also like the the nice thing about the cup is, like, it costs, like, 30 bucks, but it lasts a really fucking long time, mm-hmm. so you yeah, end up yeah, saving yeah. money, like, And it's, like, the sustainable options, like, honestly, if you're not, if you don't care about the sustainability of it, which, like, I'm not shaming anyone for using yeah. tampons or pads, because, like, the biggest issues environmentally happen because of big companies, not individual people, yeah. but, um, Anyway, but, <laughs> but <laughs> the, uh, the sustainable options do tend to be cheaper in the long run because they prevent you from having to like keep purchasing boxes of tampons yeah. or things of pads.
0: And my, it travels really well. And my family is really prone to UTIs and yeast infections. Like we just get them mm-hmm. super easy and that helps a lot. Like that helps keep them away pr- uh, really well, but I'm going to have to switch to the underwear because, um, I can't wear a cup anymore. So watch out if you're an IUD person who also uses a menstrual cup. I did not know that. That science just like adds up so well. And why don't more people know about this? Yeah. (laughs) But so she was like, yeah. So just think about doing that. And she was like, we're not going to use dilators. I want you to try to breathe through this. Like, it'll be okay. Griffin's here. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to be all right. Okay so are she, you sure so she's like all right scooch down and lean back let's go I was like all right so I did and she gets the speculum and she opens me up and she goes okay well it's not out of place and I was like what <laughs> like what she goes yeah it's where it's supposed to be so like we so have a couple you feel it well I could feel it and I had all the hormonal changes like revert back to how I used to be. So I think it got knocked out of place somehow or it just stopped working. Like no matter what, it wasn't working. So she was yeah. like, we can set you up. We can try to find somebody who can give you a sonogram and put it back in place. And then you can come back here. Like, or we can still do it today. Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, can you take the speculum out so I can think about this? <laughs> and she <was> like, okay. <laughs> so she did. And I sat up and Griffin was like, you're going to have better peace of mind if, you know it's where it's supposed to be if you just get a new one. Yeah. And I was thinking, <laughs> I don't know how long of a wait an appointment for a sonogram would be either. Yeah, it's true. And like what that would do. Like I prepped for this to happen today. So I was like, all right, we're doing this today. Like just take it out and give me a new one. She's like, all right, great. Scooch down and lean back. <laughs> so I did. She puts the second back in. She goes, All right, I'm gonna pull it out. And I'm gonna need you to cough. <laughs> I was like, oh man again so, again, and she's like I want you to count down and I was like mm, I don't want to so I made Griffin do it with me I was like we're gonna count together he goes okay so one two three <clears throat> and I'm like you know cough as hard as I can and she pulls it out and it hurt so bad Ooh. she yanks it out probably you know like medically professionally how it's supposed to be yanked out but it's still like my uterus started cramping and it hurt a lot like a lot more than i was expecting and i was like oh fuck that hurts so much and she was like yeah it's okay though and she let me see it and i was like you little shit like, you caused me so much pain and so she's You're so like, little they're so little like they're literally like the size of your two knuckles on your index finger with a t on the top that's how yeah. uh, that's all the bigger they are and and not that wide too like there's some super they're thin, skinny. right? skinny yeah yeah so then she's like i've never okay. had one but that's just what i have heard and seen so i'm doing this no dilators one thing of ibuprofen and holding griffin's hand like that's all i got <laughs> so she's like okay we're gonna start like putting stuff in now <laughs> She puts the thing in, like the mechanism thing again, it goes in and I'm like, and I told her beforehand, I'm like, if I pass out, keep going. Don't wake me up. I know that sounds terrible, but just like, I'm going to keep passing out.
1: I know what's happening.
0: Just (laughs) It's fine. Just get it over with. I don't want to be here longer than I have to. So she was like, okay. So she puts it in and I was like, I'm passing out. I'm on my way out. And so I pass out but I start dreaming like I like fully fall asleep and I start dreaming and I wake up and it's a lot different from the other time when I woke up whenever things stopped and they were quiet she was talking to Griffin he's talking to me it was super loud I was in a lot of pain and I was like I woke up Griffin said they only knew I passed out because like my legs kind of went limp like my eyes never fully closed so I just went (laughs) (laughs) and then the lady said that normally when people pass out the speculum shoots back out at her because the muscles relax like shoots at her and I was like that's terrifying so I wake up and I'm confused and I'm scared and I'm in pain and I'm looking at Griffin and I start grabbing at his shirt and I'm like what's happening what's happening what's going on and I hear him say that she goes should I keep going and he goes yeah keep going and I'm like what's going on (laughs) where am I what's going on so I start like you know when a little kid falls down and they start crying because they're scared and they're hurt. That's what I started doing. I started like big crying and I was yelling. And I was like, I know I'm causing a commotion right now. (laughs) I'm I'm so dysregulated. (laughs) Like nothing is okay for me right now. And I was like, Griffin, what's happening? It hurts so bad. What's happening? And she goes, the Morena is about to go in. And I was like, what? she puts it in and it hurt a lot. And I was like, Griffin, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. And then I feel her like pull everything out. So I'm just sitting there like just crying and being like this is, I'm in a lot of pain this hurts a lot oh my god and so then Griffin's like trying to make me feel better and I was like Ugh. and she was like you did such a rock star job it's all done you're okay now and I was like I'm not mad at you it's important for me you know that <laughs> and she, was like, she was like I know it's okay we can blame the penis today and I was like okay <laughs> and and then she said something like, "I'm sorry, we're a little bit feminist here." Griffin's like, "You're Planned Parenthood." Like, I would hope you would be. Like, <laughs> also, I am too. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. fine. It's like, same, same. Fine. <laughs> oh my god! But I was not. Wow, <laughs> okay. that sounds harrowing. So the second one was worse, but also like better in some ways. And I'm I'm used to like so. Whenever I had the first one, there's that whole team in there. The second one, there was a whole team in the hospital room before I, you know, fell asleep because mm-hmm. of drugs. This was just one lady getting everything done. And it was probably over in about five to seven minutes, maybe less, but man, it hurt a lot. <laughs> it hurt so bad. And so I, and the problem was, not the problem, but so my appointment was at 1115, it's now like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And Griffin had a phone interview that could have happened anywhere between 1.30 and 2.00. So I'm like recovering on the table, and he's like, "I don't want to be a jerk, but we do have to go soon." I was like,
1: "Okay."
0: So we, like, so then we go out to check out of the thing. Twenty-five dollars. Noise. Not so bad. Not so bad. Go Planned Parenthood. But both the receptionists stop and look up at me, and they're like, "Do you want a snack? What do you want? What can we get you?" I got like four more apple juices and they gave me cheeses which was very nice but i'm not a fan of so griffin got a bunch of cheeses they're like give her snacks give her whatever she wants help her out to the car griffin was like no i was just gonna leave her here like yeah of course i'm gonna help her out to the car and so there's probably a lot of
1: dudes who like have to be told that but yeah luckily he's not one of them
0: oh my god but so we just i went out to the car and i went home i was put on the heating pad We got McDonald's and I got a big ass M and M milkshake from Sonic, and we watched Milana And I was like, "I feel good." I'm in so much pain. It was like the worst cramps I'd ever had. And then the next day, I was like, "Oh, I feel great!" Because I take an ibuprofen PM. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "I feel great. I feel amazing. I'm gonna tell Rosie about this today." And I went and did the dishes, and then I sat down, and my body was like. You are not. No. Nah. You are not recovered yet. And I was again laying on the couch with a heating pad. And I had text Rose and be like, "Can we reschedule? I'm not okay today." <laughs> uh, however, I would that's fine. IUD. I, I
1: had just been to the the baby doctor, and I took a really a longer nap than I would have otherwise. So, yeah, good.
0: I I would get an IUD a hundred times over because of what it does whenever it's not being put inside me. It's so great. I love my IUD and it, I know when I tell these stories, it sounds like you shouldn't get one, but you absolutely should. If you think it's going to work with your body, I don't have to think about it. You pay for it once. And then they, now she says that the research, they don't want to spend the money to change literature, but the research is showing that you can keep an IUD in for seven years now. So I'm good wow. through 2029, 20, which is pretty good. Wow. And I'll be thirty six, which is probably about the time Griffin and I would start talking about having kids. <laughs> <laughs> so it works out pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, so I have a brand new. This is my third IUD now, which is crazy. Um, congratulations! Yeah. And the only way they can check, they can test or check if you have endometriosis is to open you up, like through surgery. Like you get oh, open uterus there's no, surgery. Like,
1: sonogram, you can.
0: That seems like it seems like there's no way women's health is super behind because nobody cares. Like we've made a lot of strides, but like there's still no way to know. Well, that's I was telling you that we had just
1: recently watched Amy Schumer's documentary on HBO, which if anyone Mm -hmm. like wants to learn about childbirth in a way that's not like childbirth classing video video childbirthing class videos Mm -hmm. uh I would recommend her documentary because like (laughs) it's it definitely shows you a realistic side of pregnancy but anyway like that's how she found out she had endometriosis is like when her c-section happened and it took a lot longer to close her up yeah yeah
0: so and it would make sense because it runs in the family it's like they think it's a genetic thing. I think my heat just came on. I thought it was an airplane. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, but if you have endo like symptoms, a hormonal IUD like Marina is one of the things that you use to treat it. And it definitely helped me makes my periods more manageable, makes my moods more manageable. It makes the bedtime activities a much more enjoyable, but, um, she did say she was like the problem with, endometriosis if you do have it is that you're always chasing it like trying to get on top of it and stuff because your body will like adjust so if i want to get a hysterectomy i would probably have to do it down here and then i would probably have to get griffin's permission from the doctors to do it you know what i mean it would be one of those ones yeah yeah Yeah. those are my iud stories wow
1: well that's good to know all that stuff I don't. Do think- I don't anticipate that I'll get an IUD even after we're done having kids because the the hormonal birth control just doesn't seem to work that well for me.
0: They do have non hormonal IUDs. Yes, yeah, the copper ones. I think yeah. Faith has that one.
1: She likes. Uh, yeah, it. so I would try.
0: I would probably try that, but it depends. Everybody's body's different. Yeah, but I've been on birth control now for like over ten years. So if it was two thousand nine. Now what are we in? It so it's like 13 years of birth control. That's a lot. And you know what I heard in high school? People were like, it'll make you gain weight. It'll make all your hair fall out. Like there's no reason to get it. And these are coming from like girls who like had sisters on birth control. And I'm like, my, my periods are really bad though. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm in a lot of pain. It hurts. I I sometimes think about maybe I should have more of a filter and not be so open. Like, I don't have a lot of secrets. So, like, I'll just tell you whatever you want to know. Um, I'm going to have to work on that with clients and stuff. Well, I think especially with something like this, it's it's
1: good for people to have access to that information because mm-hmm. it's stuff that people, like with the, the pregnancy stuff that I was talking about, like it's literally stuff that no one, I had heard anyone talk about, but it was very normal. Yeah. So like, I, I imagine there's a lot of other people who have experienced a lot of discomfort and pain from getting IUDs put in, taken out, etc. And mm-hmm. would, still, would still choose that, but want people to be informed. So yeah. it's a good thing.
0: No matter what, I would talk to a trusted uh, healthcare provider about what your best options are. Donate to your local Planned Parenthood. They're out here doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. And that's my shout out for this week is the Planned Parenthood of my town. Because they were great they were great every single step of the way endless supply of apple juice
1: <laughs> oh good for them yeah yeah Planned Parenthood is yeah they're, they're a good situation I like them
0: they are a good situation that's all I got for this week I'm feeling better it's now Sunday so I had this done on Thursday and I worked out yesterday and today so I'm feeling more like my body is recovering. I don't know where my hormones are at, but keep you updated.
1: (laughs) All right. Good to know. Oh, I I did want to give an update on um, something you forgot to like talk about a long time ago, actually, which is that so we we did used to have a website, but then they wanted me to pay hundreds of dollars to renew it. And I was mm. like, mm, I guess we don't need one anymore." So um, <laughs> if anyone has listened to our like older episodes and tried to go find our website and been unsuccessful, it's because it doesn't exist anymore. But at some point, I might try to do like a blog because that was pretty much all I was using it for was to put up sources. Um, but in the meantime, I'm just trying like anything where we need a source just to say it in the episode because.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we can start. I don't know
1: a- if I'm going to get around to that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can start a WordPress. Those are free and it's pretty easy yeah, to use. That's true. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: That's all I've got too. So, as always, I am Rosie and Facts Matter.
0: I'm hope. And now that you know better, be better. Bye.